the Public News Service Doe Newscast, January the 8th, 2024. I'm Mike Clifford. Texas is now the epicenter of the U.S. immigration debate and now faces a lawsuit over plans to jail those who enter the state illegally. The U.S. Department of Justice sued Texas last week over a new law that allows state police to arrest migrants suspected of crossing the Texas-Mexico border without authorization. The federal action follows a similar lawsuit filed by three other groups, including the ACLU of Texas. ACLU attorney David Donati believes regardless of citizenship, communities of color, including Latino, Black, and Asian American, are already affected by the state's anti-immigrant rhetoric. The new laws are a dramatic escalation, even beyond what we have already seen in the state of Texas. And so Texas communities rightfully are very afraid. The federal action is meant to prevent Texas from implementing the new law on March 5th. I'm Roz Brown. In a second lawsuit, the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, sued 17 Texas charter bus companies that have driven thousands of migrants from Texas to the Big Apple. The suit seeks more than $700 million to cover the cost for caring for migrants transported to the city. Now from ABC News, congressional leaders have at last reached agreement over the overall price tag of the next batch of government spending bills lawmakers announced on Sunday. It is a major step toward averting a partial shutdown set to begin later this month. ABC News reports the deal would set top-line spending for fiscal 2024 at $1.59 trillion. That is the amount originally agreed to by President Biden and then House Speaker Kevin McCarthy during negotiations over the debt limit last year. And California's children are doing well. The vast majority have health insurance and access to transitional kindergarten, but the state is far behind in many other metrics. Here's Suzanne Potter. The nonprofit Children Now analyzed the data and gave the Golden State a C- or below in 15 out of 33 categories. Kelly Hardy is Senior Managing Director at Children Now. There's a lot of low grades that we're seeing in the report card, and they highlight where the state has allowed racial and economic disparities to stagnate and in many cases to grow. The report gave California a D- because too few of its supports for people experiencing homelessness are tailored for unaccompanied youth. The state also earned a D- in prevention of substance abuse, as efforts to curb abuse are seen as too reactive, primarily helping kids once they've become addicted rather than intervening early on. California ranks 49th for its large class sizes. This is Public News Service. More than two dozen Arizona organizations have laid out their 2024 priorities for the environment. Sandy Barr with the Sierra Club's Grand Canyon chapter says they're now being presented in what she calls a context of water. At a news conference at the state capitol, Barr said it can be a challenge to get bills heard on topics like green energy, land and wildlife protection, but she contends they're part of a crucial battle for Arizona's longevity. We think it's important that each year and every day and every way we can, we remind Arizona legislators that these are important priorities for most Arizona and certainly for our future. Today marks the start of the new Arizona legislative session. It'll be kicked off by Democratic Governor Katie Hobbs, who will be presenting and outlining her priorities moving forward. I'm Alex Gonzalez reporting. 
Last year, the Water for Arizona Coalition found likely voters expressed serious concerns over water issues, nearly one in four placing water above other concerns like high prices, education, and immigration. And residents living directly south of Indianapolis could see their water quality change. That was a proposed land use project that's getting some pushback. A 45-acre wetland on Indianapolis's south side is under consideration for an industrial park to be developed in phases over five years. And current state law offers little protection for wetlands. The Hoosier Environmental Council wants the Indiana Department of Environmental Management to ultimately deny a final permit for the project. Susie McGovern with HEC says the area at I-65 South and County Line Road has high conservation value. Local residents have observed wildlife on these wetlands for a number of years, and one of the species that they've noted is a sandhill crane, which is a state special concern species in the state of Indiana. It has a known limited abundance in the state. McGovern hopes a letter with nearly 3,000 signatures will persuade IDEM to hold a public hearing. I'm Terry D. reporting. Finally, from Eric Galatis, 2023 was the hottest year on record, but the Colorado Public Utilities Commission is adding more fossil fuel-generated power and scaling back Excel's proposed investments in clean energy. The PUC has been on the hot seat to rein in high energy bills, largely due to volatile natural gas prices, and claims its recently approved energy plan for Excel is a win for ratepayers. But Noah Rott with the Sierra Club says they got the math wrong. The plan that was approved is 23% more expensive than Excel's portfolio that they proposed on a dollar per megawatt basis. This is Mike Clifford. Thank you for starting your week with Public News Service, member and listener supported. Hear us on great radio stations, your favorite podcast platform. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.